Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome to All About TRH, a.k.a. All About the Truth. On today's episode, we cover some hot topics, including Joe Gorga humiliating his son after getting ejected out of his wrestling match and give you our thoughts on his response. We also cover part one of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion and our recap of the Murillo interview that we recently did. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We have so much to talk about. Yes, we do. We just finished watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. We are going to talk all about that. We release the interview we had with Jen Shaw and Heather Gay's former assistant uh, and with Marilla. So go, if you haven't listened to it yet, listen to it. Listen to it with an open mind. We don't talk about the Jen Shaw stuff because like we don't care about Jen Shaw. So we definitely don't talk about that. As we've said a millions of times, like we didn't really care for Salt Lake City because of Jen Shaw. So we don't talk about that stuff, but he was there of the Monica of it all. So please take a listen. And yeah, he, he debunks oh, a lot of, oh, sorry, he debunks a lot of things that mm-hmm. even Monica says tonight, the reunion. So it's just like, oh my God, it's yeah. like when you're watching it and then you like watch the reunion first, then, or even listen to this and then go listen to the Morello interview because it really is so good. Did you see that video I put together where they were like, wait, why were you helping her out? And then we, then I, I don't think you saw it. I was like working on it after the reunion and Andy starts asking her like, why were you helping Jen out? And then I put Marilla's response where there was a time where she calls Jen and she's bawling and she's like, I need, wasn't it like $2,500? I forgot. I know I, I, it was a certain amount of money and Jen gave it to her and yeah. she fails to mention that at the reunion. And she feels, yeah, and then she feels, and then the way she makes it seem is, like, that she is just this person that's helping a friend out because her friend needs help. Like, Jen didn't need your help, okay? Right. You're helping her because you owed her money and you felt like you needed to help her. Like, that's the stuff that's, like, this true teller and, like, this person that has to, doesn't have to, like, that says they should own up to anything. It's like, why aren't you just saying those things? Like, people would actually feel, like, like make it, it makes sense to everyone more right. if you just said those things. Before we talk about Salt Lake City and uh, we talk about the Murillo interview, because, you know, you guys always ask us, like, for a recap after we do an interview of what we think. Chantel, this morning, I wake up. Yes, to Princess Gorka Mm -hmm. and his video of him at his son's wrestling match. High school wrestling. 
And he gets ejected for storming the Suns high school wrestling match. And what it was, was go on allaboutTerryH.com. We have the footage. Go on our TikTok. We have the footage. But the footage shows his son, and he's against his opponent. And um, I had shortened it, but we also have the full version. And in it, you know, his son is getting pinned down. And Joe is there supporting his son, which is great. And he literally gets out of his seat because the referee calls it and the other opponent wins. Joe Princess literally gets off of his seat, storms the ref, and then acts like he's going to come for the opponent, the, like, young yeah, high school kid. kid. That's, like, what's, that's what got me. It's, like, you, he was, like, coming after somebody, and it looked like he was going to go after the kid, but it's, like, what is happening here? Yeah, like, poor Gino, like, was so – you could tell probably was so embarrassed. Yeah, someone actually had messaged me, and they said this, and I thought it was so true, and they said – Thanks to Joe, Gino gets to have the entire world see him get pinned. Great parenting. And I thought, literally, because of his actions right now, because Princess Gorga had to make this about himself and involve himself in this, now this footage, which is probably embarrassing uh, for a high school kid of him losing a wrestling match or him getting pinned, is everywhere for everyone to see because your father couldn't control himself. Like and that's it, so sad. It was so it was so funny because I feel like so many comments. Like first of all, so many people's like kids or grandkids play wrestling. Like when did this happen? You know, it's like a sport that everyone plays, and everyone's like, what what that opponent did to Gino was like very normal in in wrestling. So it's like, why were you up in arms like coming at them like hot headed and going crazy because he I, lost? I get it's your parent. I get like no, as but a then parent. you wouldn't be in wrestling. It's not like then this is not the sport for you. This is not the sport right. for your family. Yeah, but right. What's crazy is because I, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, this is not, sh you know, in sportsmanship, like I want my kids always to be in something because I feel like you learn so much about accountability and about, you know, adversity and pushing through things. And I was like, of course, Joe, like he's never had to, but he actually played football um, when he was in high school. And I think he even kind of got a scholarship, but then something happened. So, which is crazy because I would never think the little man would get any of that. <laughs> I wouldn't um, either. Well, yeah. And so I thought I was like, he must have never been in sports or whatever, but it's like, I get as parents, like we're so sensitive about our kids, but would I ever embarrass and humiliate my child in front of their peers and storm the mat, which is, you cannot do that. And you know start something like what he got what, kicked out he got literally kicked yeah. out like and like three guys had to carry him out like what was he trying to accomplish someone actually screamed and said this isn't a tv show oh my god yeah if you listen to it and the whole time you guys gino's just standing there and which i appreciate it like he didn't go and tell his dad like calm down or anything he just like stayed with his team but it's humiliating it's embarrassing and now it's everywhere and it's like just, if you didn't think about yourself so much, this would have never happened. What was his um? What was his reasoning? Didn't he come out the reasoning yeah, after? What was did. it? Can you read it? Or yeah, like, I didn't yep. see it. Yeah. Again, go on allaboutterryh.com. We have the whole story. But he Joe says that he never had intentions of hurting anyone or getting physical, but that his son's opponent was quote conducting himself in an unsportsmanlike manner throughout the match, and the ref let it slide. So he was not happy about that. Uh, okay, but he, then okay, go ahead. 
Well, so he justifies his action saying that he felt the ref made some bad and unfair calls during the match and Gino's appointment was uh, opponent, I'm sorry, was mistreating him. Okay, like then you go and talk to the ref after the match or you go and talk to the coach after the match and say this is not okay. Like you don't come and storm at the opponent or the ref. And like Gino was okay. It's not like he was getting choked or anything like that. He was it's a wrestling match. Yeah, I mean, hey, buddy, life isn't fair. We're not going to all win things. This is how we teach our kids. And I'm sure Gino's coach is doing a hell of a job teaching Gino and his teammates that. And then you have this jackass dad. I mean, how embarrassing the fact that you got kicked out. And it's like you could say it wasn't fair or whatever, but, like, you got kicked out. You're probably never going to be able to see another wrestling game of your sons. And Imagine what all the students are thinking. Imagine, you know, that kid's and his parents, what he's thinking, like, were you, were you about to attack my child? What the hell's Literally. wrong with you? Oh, my God. It just yeah. goes to show how much of a hothead Joe is. And, like, we've yeah. all kind of know this. But, like, there's always, there's so much more proof because of it. Yeah. Even if, like, let's say it wasn't clean, which, like you said, you saw a lot of people say in the comments where, you know, where, yeah, it was clean. But even let's say it wasn't clean or something – no parent should do that. Like you said, go have a conversation after. Do what you got to do. Don't do that in front of his peers. And, and now a video viral of him getting pinned, which is like, Chantal, that would be my biggest fear in life is me losing getting pinned if I was a wrestler to be now have gone viral. I agree. I it, was just, it was so embarrassing when we saw this. It was like just shocking. Yeah, it was even shocking for Joe. And it's like, again, no accountability against Joe. Joe has uh is it a short fuse right he has a yeah. short fuse yeah he has the short fuse he has anger problems he's never held accountable but to do this in your kid's high school oh my gosh imagine if melissa was there and yeah you could tell she wasn't he was like with someone next to him, no he was like, by himself oh okay yeah he was literally sitting by himself I then there's one parents there though like i don't think she needs to be at every match no i'm not saying so that no god no <laughs> I'm just saying, imagine if Melissa was there and, like, witnessed that. That's just I know. so embarrassing. Well, she, now she did because she saw it all over. And she would get embarrassed by that. She, for sure, like, she has, like, kind of self-awareness to be, like, I'm... Maybe she would have held him back more. Like, she'd be like, calm down, calm down. Yeah. Fine. And, like, he wouldn't have gone to that point, but, oh, my... Hey, por favor. I am por favor. <laughs> We've been saying that on our Patreon a lot. So sorry, guys. Cause, <laughs> um, and we were talking about uh, Alexia Marisol's uh, podcast. They always say it too. So it's so funny. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. Now, okay, back to the Morello interview. So how did you think, what did you think after interviewing him? By the way, we reached out. I feel like some people are like, oh, he wants to be famous. But if you actually listen to the full interview – he was like, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. I don't want to, you know, I just want to say the truth about what I witnessed and that's it. Uh, but yeah, what do you think? I thought he clear, um, cleared up so many misconceptions about him and about the show. He clears up the whole stealing the bag thing, which was like shocking to me, I, I feel like. The whole like story and then how he confronts Meredith about it. Um, I love that part. I also thought that... I had no idea that he was Heather's former assistant. So Me that either. was, yeah, that was shocking. Like, it's like, that's how much like interconnected he was with the whole group. And then like, kind of like Heather, Jen, Monica, like there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that he knows Meredith, like there's so much. So like, I thought that was very interesting. Like you really do the people that work around all of them, like know so much and like, yeah. and, and they, they, 
they're there to tell the truth if they see something that's not fit. I actually felt really bad for him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I agree. If you listen to it and you listen to like the stuff behind the scenes, the things with production, you know, the fact that he went to a different country because he was trying to get away from the backlash and all that stuff. It, it, it was really, really sad. You guys have to take a listen to it. Even if you're not that invested in Salt Lake city, definitely take a listen. I, I feel like Chantal, we asked really good questions. We were really into it. And I don't know. And I we think got, just be, we got really good feedback. And I think like, even if like, like you said, like if you don't like Jen Shaw or you think like, Oh, he worked for her. He can't be trusted. Like that's not true either. Like there's so many, he has like, receipts and proof to like kind of say what he what right. he is what he witnessed and what he's feeling so it's like listen to it and then make your judgment like don't make your judgment right off the rip because he was he's friends with her worked for jen shaw like people can be friends with bad people doesn't mean that they're bad too we're recording right after the reunion but chanel i posted clips all over like social media and the uh, the designer, the wedding designer, or not the wedding designer, the dress designer yeah. that I think had involvement on Reality Vontees and also had beef with like Jen Shaw was commenting and saying crap, but I didn't, uh, you know. Well, I, he I doesn't want to say their name, but we can, and I feel like we want to. Or you guys go look on our posts and see. You guys will know who it is. Yeah, I don't even know what he said, but he was like going in. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, this is uh yeah. I don't know. I think take a listen no matter what. It just tells you a lot about the Monica of it all. And it definitely tells you her version. And then you hear this version and it's two completely different versions. And his version makes way more sense, you guys. Especially from the lies that that girl tells, okay? It's lies, crazy lies, because lies. people are defending her. And I'm like, I swear, I don't... I love you guys if you still defend her, but and we're just gonna disagree on this. But no, I don't guys, get I'm it. I'm sorry, like that, like the way she fights and the way she like even Ugh, after reunion, so you guys, dirty. I would yeah. like I would rip my dress. I would rip my dress. No, you I would can't put you can't reward someone with like another season when they act like this. It's a lot. So a lot. this is shade, but I saw this on Twitter. I don't know what the account is. I feel bad, but. I think if I look at my pictures, I'm scared it's going to kick me out of this. Can you hear me, Chantal? Yeah, you can go on Safari, but you could go anywhere else. Oh, okay. So it was like the Bravo Derm put this up. And it was – I just didn't – I wanted to make sure we give proper credit. But they had tweeted a picture of Monica. <laughs> this is like really shady. They had tweeted a picture of Monica with the burn book, and they said – Someone, or, or and then they said they wrote. Imagine taking the time to make a burn book when your five year old uses a pacifier. Oh my gosh! But it's kind of true. Like it, it, I know, I know it's shade, and uh, you guys are probably like, "Oh, my kid did that." I will say, Sloane was addicted to a pacifier all day, every day, until she was like two years old, and then finally we just literally cut it in front of her, and we were so scared to do it, and she was over it. But everyone used to always be like, why does she still have a pacifier in her mouth, like, constantly? Which was fine. I don't really think it's the best thing for them, especially with their teeth. But, yeah, like, your five-year-old is sleeping with a pacifier. And these are things – like, I remember one time Kristen, I think Belle even said that her kids uh, were not potty trained at, like, seven and eight. And I was just like, I, I just don't understand, but – um that's so true though I, like i know i suck my thumb till i was five so <laughs> i did something until i was like 12 dude but i mean the potty train the pacifier stuff the drinking out of a bottle is like weird stuff but 
when they're older transition like like, yeah i know you don't want to but like and it'll hurt them for a little bit but like it just is something that you can do but it's like maybe it's an attachment for her and the child so but yeah like it's like focus your energy on like raising like raising your kid yeah (laughs) or like taking away bad habits or whatever whatever you need to do i don't know i thought i was like oh my gosh wow that was strong that was so true though um, but before we get into the reunion, we're um, we have to do the reunion awards, which is best dress, worst dress, or like best like look, worst look, and then who do you think tried too hard but it didn't land? Monica looked amazing to me. She did. I know she did. Her, but Lisa did too. Lisa looked. Incredible. Lisa looked incredible. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do agree. Lisa and Monica looked the best, and then so did Angie. Angie looked great. So. Yeah, Meredith. Meredith, her makeup, her hair looked great. Uh, I don't know if I cared for her dress. Whitney probably looked the worst. Yeah, so I thought Whitney worked looked the worst, and I think Whitney tried too hard, but it didn't land. Like it's like I don't know what you were doing with your dress and your hair pulled back like that, and like Not nothing cute. like. Matched. And she's so pretty. I know. Yeah, and then Heather, she just wore like a prom dress, you know. Yeah. Heather's weird. like new look. I mean, Heather looks like skinny and like she's, you know, whatever, but it's still, it wasn't her. I don't think it was her best either. Yeah. I will say like, I feel like Monica and Lisa look the best. Like Monica, like she literally has like hundred pounds of extensions in her hair. I know. Like, yeah. She yeah. Was moving, like you saw like the big West moving. I'm like, Oh my God, girl. Her <laughs> face looks it. different too, but it could be because she lost a yeah. lot of weight. She, and she has a beautiful face already. Like she's she does, that, yeah. Like, like you know that is she Latino or whatever she says she is. Yeah, but, she is. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what, that's how I felt. I'm glad we're on the same page. But Lisa looked great. Like she, Lisa looked great. looked so good. Loved her outfit. I really loved did. It. So I yeah, those, I, I would say Lisa dress. was best dressed, but like overall, Monica and Lisa looked equally the best. Yeah. But okay. when when I saw Monica walking down the stairs imagine Chantel not speaking to any of these women and then you have to confront every shady thing you've done. She, I would be hyperventilating. Like, you know, like how we all gave like um, Rachel so much shit at the VPR reunion and we're like, oh my gosh, right. she had no, like this girl came in like thick. Like she did not, you guys, she shows no emotion in the sense of no like remorse. not caring. Yeah, like no remorse. Like her emotions are there because they're fiery and stuff, but she really shows nothing. Like so, so shocking, like how she does not give a F. I will say, I feel like Monica Chantal had me fooled. The whole Louis Vuitton scene, I don't know. I love that about her. But now with everything we know now, I just believe she wanted to enter as this person who everyone can relate to. But then we find out that she's actually batshit crazy and just wanted to look a certain way. I mean, yeah, 100%. But I she's think a that's very she's calculating person. Yeah, I think that's what she's good at. She's good at, like, making you feel, like, at first that you're her friend and that, like, maybe she's, like, a um, little victim. Like, you should feel bad for her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you find out these things and you're like, whoa. And then, or she does, like, these weird things and you're like, whoa. It's it was crazy that. so calculating. Angie, like, Angie brings up and, like, like um towards the end, I don't know, or towards the beginning or end, I forgot. But she was, like, you know, um she triggered her for sure because she was, like, don't spend on a freaking bag and you spend on your children or something like that. And I was like, damn, that actually is true. Like, you know, for someone who did, you don't have a lot, like why would you go buy a bag just to fit in when you literally have four, four children to take care of? Right. Yeah. It's annoying because I know we, we can't talk about kids, but it is annoying when like someone's character is like that and they're a mother and you're like, okay, like focus on your kids, bro. Like, but yeah. I know it's like such a hard thing. Cause I know kids are off limit. It's like, we're not talking about, the actual kids, but we're talking about the fact that you're a parent doing this. Yeah. 
but it is like uh um, your parenting skills like not right. being up to par here because you're literally caring about these weird things and you have four yeah. kids but they talk about the ring situation and lisa says that it was sentimental to her that it was a 60k ring and listen again i've said this if i lost something that was even 1k uh clearly we're in different brackets i would be and i also don't buy things like that but i would be distraught i would be freaking out my mood would change like i would be just like that i feel like if anyone lost that amount it's very hard to get out of that funk especially if you really love something and if you really love a piece right um, it, it, it is hard I, and I know that Lisa did not start the rumors about Monica stealing the ring. Literally, every person has accused Monica of stealing the ring, just the viewers in general. And Andy tried to say this, which I wish he actually said it, but everyone was talking over him. He was like, but I hate his watch what happens live polls. But he was like, we asked, like, did do you guys think Monica stole the ring? And he was trying to say that everyone said, yeah. But yeah. he didn't finish that part. And I was like... Yeah, this this didn't come from Lisa saying it. She's literally never insinuated that Monica stole the ring. Um, I and like, but like they kind of, especially Heather, like made it seem like that they kind of believed it. Like Lisa did. Sure, but they yeah. but they never actually went on social yeah, media and insinuated it. The only thing that they didn't do is go out and say Monica absolutely did not take the ring. But also, they didn't need to do that because they're not saying she did it. Who doesn't love the good things in life? Even though I enjoy a little luxury, it doesn't mean I can always afford it until I discovered Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50 that are washable silk, tops, and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. High quality sweaters are necessary, but to get them at an affordable price is a little bit harder, but not with Quince. Quince makes it easy. The best deal I've seen is a 100% cashmere sweater in the $50 option from Quince. I've had it for three months already, wore it multiple times, and it just feels so luxurious. It comes in 15 beautiful colors and tons of styles available. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash TRH for free shipping on your order and 365 days return. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash TRH to get free shipping and 365 day returns. But she had the audacity to to ask, like ask them of that. It's like, no, you're right? not my like, friend. Who like, are you? I was shocked by that. That she had the audacity to say, "You guys went didn't go and like defend me." Um, why and, did I defend with Lisa, you? you've called her every name in the book. You've literally like destroyed her appearance. Every every chance that you could, her age, her appearance, everything. You think she's gonna go out of her way to say, "By the way, guys, Monica didn't steal the ring." Even if Lisa said that, I still think Monica stole the ring. I think Lisa could have went harder and she um didn't at this point, but yeah. I think like we'll see if we'll see it more. The one thing that um, Monica does say though, that does make it more sus that like, did she, she's like, I didn't even go into the bathroom until 30 minutes, but like Lisa doesn't see anything back, but I don't know if it's because she's like, dude, that's not true. Or she didn't care to like argue that fact. Yeah. Uh, Monica says it's damaging and stereotypical that you know, Monica would be accused of stealing the ring. But Lisa, again, we just said she did not accuse her. And Monica starts getting nasty. The thing about Monica that makes me feel like 
you know, where I'm like, you know what? She's so unlikable is she puts labels out there, hoping it sticks on other people so they could look bad. And this time she is saying Lisa's being stereotypical, hoping everyone now says Lisa is that type of person. Like Monica's the type of person, just like when, you know, she made that whole thing where, oh, it's 60K, do you know what's happening in the world? And she wanted that to stick. Or she's that type of person who would make it like you were racist or whatever it is. That's Monica. She will label everyone in hopes that it sticks. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I hate those people. I hate those people so I much. I just hate how low she goes. It's so nasty. It's like to the point where like, even in the same conversation, I think Angie said something. It's like, shut up, bench warmer. Like that's oh how you're there. It's like, oh my God, like, are you joking? And like, she's only going so hard on Angie. I know. It's because she feels that like Angie's like the weakest, not the weakest, yes. but like the least, the less popular of the group. So yeah. she's like, she has it against her. And it's like the way she finds one thing and she uses it against you and she goes ham. It's like, holy yeah. guacamole. I wrote that she looks down on Angie. Yeah. Even where she was like, this doesn't involve you like most of the season. Like the show is everything to Monica. It's not even her life. It's just about a show and making a name or an impact or whatever it is. And she's like, this, this is, you know, doesn't involve you. And Angie was like major part of the season. So I was like, wait, what? Like her whole, she was like a part of like every episode, a part of every fight. I'm not and sure. And she was classy, like, in it. Like, right. She knows how to talk, and she knows how to defend herself. Like, she's she's good. She doesn't need to be act like you to, to, to be on a show. Thank you. I'm just so over fans being on the show. I really am. Yeah. I really want that actual, like, housewife who lives day-to-day housewife. And, you know, at times they watch the episodes, but just, like, people who are a fan wanting to be famous, I guess. And- or like not like so desperate to be famous. Like I feel yeah. like that's what we. I feel like we need like an unbothered person because like the people that need need to come on the show, um, and we're like need it for monetary reasons. They'll do so much dirtiness to like stay on, and it's like somewhat right. it's too much. So it's like let's let's get like the drama. Like let like let's like but like let's also have interesting lives from the people that are on it. Right. And have their own story. Like I do. I do get when people are like, you know what. Uh, do I think Monica is this terrible person? Yes. Do I kind of want to see her come back next season just to see what happens? Yes. Like I feel that half and half, but I also just think there's no, that is rewarding such terrible behavior. I felt like I was watching bad girls club. Did you ever watch that? Chanel, I don't think no, you watched you, that back you in the used day. To love that. Yeah. Ugh, why did I ever, but yeah, that was like so scary and scare, scare. And I just feel like that's what Monica like. Monica needs to be on VH1. <laughs> she does, I swear. Um, so Monica, okay, didn't actually get paid from Jen Shaw. She didn't actually work for her yet. She acts like she still worked for her. But like we said, go listen to our interview. Marillo says that she never worked for her, never got paid. But Marillo tells us that Jen gave her money, and it's weird that Monica wouldn't bring that up. Instead, like you said, Chantel, she was like, "Yeah, I was just trying to help her. Like I was just trying to be a good friend." And Heather's like, bitch, no, you weren't. Well, though. no, the, the good Heather and Lisa both were like, why? Why? Yeah, or even I Angie maybe said they're like, why? Like, why, why did you like, you know, like what what made you do that? And then like even her other story, like her other thing was such a was such a pathological lie. But then it brings up the whole facts about like you did it because of um because you wanted to get on the show. And then she also said, She's like, Yeah, I was around on season one, which that doesn't make sense because Marilla told us that she didn't come around season one. It was like season two or something. And she was like, yeah, I was around helping season one. I think, no, I think she said after season one, after season one's when she was around. 
Because he said, no, like, was it when you're filming said, me? She said after season one. No, I I thought I heard him say, was it during filming? And she was like, yeah, it was. He's like, because why would she need that much help? She was like, yeah, it was during season one. Oh, I heard after season yeah, one. Yeah, I don't whatever. know. Uh, Monica, uh, says she, this, the biggest lie of this entire episode was Monica saying that she didn't even know Jen Shaw was on the show. Oh I my God. can't. First off, you have say, a, and you have, oh no, maybe because she, she probably did that afterwards, but okay, go ahead. Well, no, they live in a small community. A show about Salt Lake city comes up. That girl has watched every season of every Real Housewives there ever was. Okay. And Jen Shaw was the Which biggest character on that show. Right. And you live there and you're, and then we find out also from Marillo that uh, her husband, uh, whatchamacallit's husband, you know what didn't make sense? Monica's husband had, uh, you know, she had hired him through Thumbtack and freaking Monica went there because like she wanted to meet Jen Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so crazy. But then, you know what was weird is that Monica said this affair happened 10 years ago. Yeah, I know. That is weird. But that now uh, they uh, are getting a divorce. Can someone help us with that? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they stay together. God, which should, wow. make, which should make sense because, like, she has that four-year-old or five-year-old. Right. Like, yeah, the divorce was just finalized. But the other two kids aren't from him, the two older ones. Yeah, I know. But the younger two. So she says the reason she got on the show was that she emailed them about casting and let production know that the show sucks, rating sucks. And you can tell Andy was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then we see the email and she literally just says, I'm a, a excommunicated Latina. You need a feisty girl on the show. I don't know. And, and for some reason, these producers are obsessed with Mormon and being excommunicated, it's kind of weird. I don't know why they're so focused on that. I think the whole Mormon thing is huge in Salt Lake City. So, like, I understand that. Sure, part, but why but does it have to be like an excommunicated rebel? Means, yeah, because they're going to be crazy. I think no matter what, you're crazy. So, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, everyone has a little bit crazy in them. You know, whether Lisa's a Mormon and she's crazy, you know, they're excommunicated or they're whatever and they're crazy. I just don't know why she lies about everything. I don't know why every time she opens her mouth, it's a lie. Same. Like, I know, but th that's a bad thing for, like, those are people that are pathological liars, and they really do need, like, help. Yeah. They talk about the affair. Monica says it's so hard hearing what people have to say, but she's the one who kept putting it out there. And honestly, in the beginning, we were all like, yeah, you did a terrible thing, but we appreciate you owning it. And then we noticed other things and how she was, and it's like, I can't even imagine – and, and Andy was like, oh, well, it's not that bad since we find out, you know, it's the brother-in-law. It's like she literally did that to her sister-in-law. Yeah. So her, husband's her husband's sister. sister. Like, that's so messed up. And then that's, that's like Teresa that doing that to Melissa. Wait, no. No, it's not. No, it's like. Um... It's like Joe doing it to Louis's sister. I don't Hold know. Hold on. Let either. me think about it. <laughs> it's hard. Now I'm confused. No, it's like it's like okay. Um, hold on. I don't. Crap. I don't think. I don't think we're gonna get this in time. Well, it's like okay, because it's like of, messed not, up. Is all we yeah. Because none of us have sisters. Like none of us or guys have sisters. It's like it's like um. Oh yeah, it's like if I slept with Val's sister's husband. Right. It's so messed up. Yeah. Uh, no, it's gross. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to, by the way, hear that uh, Meredith and Lisa are doing okay. 
because I love when they're genuinely good. And I do think they're officially starting over. Like last season was fake. They were like, let's be good. Let's not talk against each other. But this season, I feel like they're like actually genuinely going to start over. Did it feel like there was a talk before um, this reunion, especially with Heather and Lisa and Lisa and Meredith for like sticking up for each other? Because like there was like so many points where she's like, I agree with that or I don't agree with that. It's like they like they made it a point to make sure that they are um, sticking up for each other. And I feel like they had to talk about it because it was just like it was like a weird points. I'm sure. Yeah. I feel like they all do that with whoever they're cool I know, with. But it was just like I... this one was like, you better this time. Like you never do. Like we need to stand together, you know, like because they like really were on it. Yeah. I don't blame them. I would do the same, especially if it was like against, you know, Monica or whatever. Um, they asked Meredith about her deflecting and Meredith says she doesn't do that. What do you think about the whole Meredith stuff? Um, I think Meredith, Meredith is like, she kind of makes herself a victim half the time. Like every time she like talking, it's like always making, trying to make herself like she feels, we should feel bad for her for something. Which is what they were saying. I like Meredith though. And, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like she was just like, if I want to disengage at times, like I can disengage and I get it. I didn't, I didn't mind what she was saying at all. And I think the whole time, like, when Angie was defending herself, if you noticed, did you see, like, Monica kept laughing? And, like, the one thing I loved about this thing, though, is, like, um, Andy wouldn't acknowledge it. Like, you know, like, Andy would sometimes be like, why why are you laughing? Or, like, what's going on? Like, you know, and he did not acknowledge it one time. Yeah, I feel like he was getting annoyed. I feel like he feels like that (laughs) shit is stupid. And I wish he actually went off on her because he goes off on people. So I wish he looked at her and he was like, stop. And she would have been so scared if he did that. She would have been so scared. Like, Monica was like, they want me fired. No one's going to get you fired but yourself. Seriously. They talk about the Angie affair, and Angie says she gave Meredith grace and that Monica brought the rumor to national television. Again, Monica does not care, and she does not get it. And it's driving me crazy, and that's what's making her so unlikable to me is that you did do all that. You weren't a friend to Angie. You literally do look down on her. You look at her as like, you're a newbie, just like me. You're not shit. And you're going against her just because you feel like she's an easy target and you want to remain on the show. Yep. And Angie made a good point. She's like, I don't care that Meredith did this to me because like Meredith never acted like she's my friend, but you did. Like that's, that's like where the problem is. Like there's a... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline like these the sneaky sneaky stuff happening and we've talked about this i get the whole thing of lisa barlow being mad at angie for not knowing they made up Angie yeah. should have a hundred percent told her if you're my friend like you need to tell me that because then i'm gonna think there's like fakeness going by around and i don't want to think that you're being fake andy asked whitney if lisa is self-aware and makes everything about herself and whitney says she does i do think lisa does do this mm-hmm. yeah i'm not lisa like just cute. really like lisa's is Lisa's number one fan. Like she rides yeah. for herself. She thinks that a lot I love of it. She, 
I know it really is like it's a great quality, but she really does think that everything that she does is like 100% right or like she did the right thing. And I think it's because she really does is generally takes her time to think about like what she's doing or like was I a good friend? Was I not a good friend? And like does it all, but it's like sometimes a little bit too overall consuming. Well, it's crazy because when Lisa was like, I am self aware, Monica chimes in and tells Lisa to shut up. And I'm just like, you are so vile. Stop. Just stop. This is like childish behavior. You're not even involved in this. Why are you telling her to shut up? Like you're just being so intense. I don't know. I, it's good TV. I get it, but it's just like terrible person. Yep. Uh, I feel bad for saying this, but I don't believe Whitney and Justin really had marital issues. I kind of feel like she did this for a storyline. 100%. Especially the way she, the way she defends it now. And she's like, we're good. We're good. And it's like, okay, like the only reason we're asking you questions is because you put it out there that you weren't good. So. Well, no, the the way that she's like, oh, well, his ring actually didn't fit him. Like, oh, you didn't know that. Like the first time you questioned your husband, he just wouldn't say like, oh, he didn't fit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Like the bizarre excuses all of a sudden. Yeah. It's just so weird. It bothered me when Angie was continuing to talk about the rumor of her husband and Monica's just laughing. Angie says, uh, since being married, it's the rumor has never been brought up until the rap brought it up. And then, of course, Monica's like, Oh, that's everyone calls me that. Like I've never heard. Come on, be be better. Or I'm just like this isn't a game. Like you just I don't know. It's too much. It's exhausting. It really is exhausting for her. Like I don't know how she does it. Yeah. Um, Meredith did come with receipts. Although my husband who was watching next to me was like, okay, you know, Meredith didn't actually because Meredith was like, see, these are just some of the things at the top of my head. And, Mer- and my husband was like, well, I mean, she they weren't at the top of her head. She literally had to read it off a of paper. I was like, oh, yeah, but um, she just l- says everything that Angie's ever said about her. And, yeah, it was – she Angie has said stuff, but I feel like it was in response. But I just don't understand why Monica or Meredith didn't own. Yeah, you know what? Bringing this up or anything about this rumor was messed up. I don't understand. And I liked how – I did like how Angie ended up saying, like, listen, like, yeah, when we first got together and like when the, we first came in the community, people did things, did think something, yeah. but then right away we she cleared said it after up. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like I did like that she said that because like it doesn't make her look Delulu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're so right. That's a good point. Um, Monica makes fun of the ladies. Uh, like she makes fun of Angie for it took her four seasons to get on the show. And I loved when Andy looked at Monica and was like, I could say the same about you. Yeah. He was not having it. Uh, I know because like, why are you acting like you're this like, OG? this is your the first 13th, season. 13th season. And like, even like OGs that like have 13 seasons are way more um chill than you. Okay. Way and you chill. reached out to production. You sent an email. Most of these girls were referred or most of these girls had, a different way of getting on even, but it's even, like why are you knocking them down even in our interview with Morella, we we find out that like um oh, the salt lake city was kind of like another like you yeah, know how, I, you know how like potomac it was supposed to be this like um this other thing or dallas was supposed to be this like charitable season and then all of a sudden it turns into like yeah. the real housewives of like um real housewives of whatever the city is in like that's how it was for salt lake city right yeah i don't so, i don't know i don't know guys it was 
And then Angie it, goes, I was referred. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, really, it was like, quite I don't know. I thought Angie did such a great job for her. And she just knows how to say things and knows how to deliver it, too. And she's just classy with it. I like Angie. Me, too. I, you guys, I don't know. stop the Angie hate. I like her so much. And she's not boring. Like, and she tries. Yeah. And, like, it's like, okay, like, we can. I, I would love to see Angie back. And I even like seeing her husband. I like seeing her kid. Like, I'm, I'm interested. So I don't understand. Uh, but yeah, that was part one. We still have two more parts, Chantal. Wow, it's a lot of lot. I know, because sometimes reunions, like I love watching reunions. I think recapping reunions though is a lot because like we've already kind of said what we feel about the situation, and it's kind of probably the same for the ladies. But we're not like fighting anybody. But this one was pretty good. I agree. I agree. So what do we think? We think I. Oh, there was um, a rumor that was allegedly that came out that said Monica is not going to be asked back because. Um, oh my gosh, I just dropped my laptop. Did you hear that? Yeah. Ugh. Monica's not going to be asked back because she can't stop talking about the ladies. The one thing that I could tell you for certain that I've spoke to several ladies from several different franchises and they all say, uh, they are not allowed to speak about their co-stars. If they speak about their co-stars, they get calls directly from production, then from Bravo. And they say, you need to cut it out. Monica has not chilled one bit. And she keeps doing it. So this is for her to keep like challenging it and for her to keep going hard on social media, talking shit, saying all these things. I don't know. I feel like, you know what? Maybe Bravo isn't going to reward this behavior because she's a loose cannon. She's not listening. And I don't know. It's not good because she continues to go ham on the lady. So there is a rumor that she has... Um, been fired, but she's not going to know until after the reunion airs anyways, whether that happens, but she for sure has been warned by Bravo. Stop talking on social media. So reckless about your co-stars. Well, there you go. Yeah. So uh, there's that. Anything else, Chantel? No, I think that's, I think that's it. You guys go listen to our interview. It um, came out. Well, I think when you guys see this, it came out yesterday. So, well, we're going to yeah. upload this tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, take a listen to that. Let us know what you guys think of our episode today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you download our episode, subscribe to them so that you get notifications. Check out allaboutTRH.com for everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV. We love you guys. Have a good night or day. Bye, guys. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.